everybody. Welcome to the Patty G Show. I'm your host, Patty G. We are here with Lauren and Rachel from Truly Hot, a burning sensation of a business. They are on fire um, for what they do for their customers and how they help people bring their imagination to life within their events and their displays and setup. So we're going to be talking event rentals. We're going to be talking acquiring businesses because, yes, they acquired a business and all sorts of things from renting spaces to renting equipment and whatnot. But before we get started with that, I want to give a big, wonderful shout-out and thank you to the amazing folks that make this show possible each and every week. Government Taco, Belia Real Estate, Lake Men's Health Center, Horizon Financial Group, Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge, and this week's LSU-inspired-themed outfit is brought to you by McClavey's Limited. Without further ado, ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you thank for you. having us. Thank you all for coming on and responding to a DM on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're, we're happy really to be community. here. I know. <laughs> so for those that may not be aware of the hottest business around, yeah. what is it that y'all do and what is truly hot? <laughs> Look at each other, like, who goes yeah, first? No, Truly Hot is an event decor company. Uh, we do specialize in candlelight for weddings and galas and really parties of all sizes. Um we're located on Government Street, and we have like a little retail shop where you can come in and shop our different color waxes and candles for your own personal use. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say first and foremost, a rental company for candles. Yep. Um, so yeah, specializing in uh, candlelight for weddings and events, um, just like Rachel said. So um, we do all the uh, design, delivery, setup, um, lighting, pickup at the end of the night. So um, you know it's kind of just like a florist, whatever, but it's just the candles. So we do everything. You don't have to worry about anything. So it's like candles and the stands and everything else that comes with it. Yes, yes the holders, the wax. Um, we have flameless. We have regulars, um, floating, hanging, lanterns. Any type of candle you can think of. <laughs> Tabletop stuff yeah. to the giant floor candles, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, and we have a few different types of, like, waxes. We just got some new stuff. Um like these granule lux wax things. We have like 18 inch pillars. Um, if it has a flame, we have it. Yeah, yeah. even if it doesn't have a flame, <laughs> we have it in any colors. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. People will use like candles with, like, without them being, I guess, like this setup kind of in front of us, just like candles on display almost. Yeah. So this is mainly for like home decor, or like birthday party usage. Um, but the stuff we do is mainly like, uh, think like a table centerpiece. Um, with like different candlesticks or even like giant candelabras and they can go with maybe like a floral you know piece or just stand alone by itself um, on a table or entryway whatever you want yeah our main service is um, for weddings um, tables entrances ceremony aisles um, fireplace mantles anywhere you can kind of like accent the room Um, and then our retail is kind of our secondary um, business and that's when you can just buy the items for small parties, for home decor. Um, and this is like something you may put up for like a holiday or you just want to like decorate your house or um, for a baby shower. And you can either light it for like a celebration or you can just keep it unlit just for like decor. Gotcha. So backing up a little bit, what are both of y'all's backgrounds? And kind of how did you get initially day one into Truly Hot? Um. So... I guess for me, like I was in communication studies at LSU. Um, I had just had a baby, and so I was really trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> and I think I was like working as a receptionist at the time, honestly. And I was looking for something more in the event planning. Didn't really know if I liked it or not. Found truly hot coordination, and um, kind of emailed them. Was like, hey, can I come like once a week and work for you guys? See if I like it. Um, ended up falling in love with just the behind the scenes work of it all. Um, and that's kind of really where my love for like event planning and like designing kind of came to came to light. Um, that's at, where I at met the same Lauren time, too. she was also working at another like event company. So she was kind of getting, you know, outside skills. Yeah, from I had gotten there. that job from uh I don't know if I say her name. Rachel yeah. was her name also, uh, who owned Truly Hot, and she like hooked me up in the oh, event. Oh, I don't even know that. Uh, at Event Rental here in Baton Rouge, or I guess they are no longer in Baton yeah. Rouge, but um, really learned a lot from that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, and so I am a paralegal also, um, graduated in sociology, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went back to get my paralegal um, certification and I worked at law firms. I worked for the state for a long time and it was okay. Um, but I felt very like monotonous, some of the things I was doing. And my husband's a pilot. And so I was like, I got to find something else to do because I'm like really bored and maybe I like want to switch careers, but I don't have any um, anything else on my resume. And so the same thing, I was like, maybe I'll get into event planning. And I found Truly Hot and I started doing that. It was just like on the side for a little bit, but I kept kind of like building my, like building, working my way up the ladder at like the state. Um, and so it was like both careers were growing at the same time. And so I did work two jobs up until when, just like a year ago. Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, less than a year ago. I feel like it was this year, I guess the, the, like the beginning of the year. Um, so it was complete chaos that I was working as like a project manager at the attorney general's office. Um, and doing this, which was like growing rapidly and it was just like complete chaos. So, so y'all yeah. were both working two jobs. We both had two jobs. Yeah. And then I, she went full time a lot sooner, which helped. Yeah. It like, was like 2018. Um, I was actually able to go full time, truly hot. And that kind of, I think pivoted our whole company yeah. because we were it was like, this finally is not really a like hobby. a focus every day going you know, to work. wake up, talk to bride, make that sale, you know. And it wasn't just kind of like, okay, we're going to do this <clears> on the weekends when we have extra time. It's like, okay, yeah. we're going to, we're going to do this. And we're going to, you know, like she said, like wake up and sit at the computer and make it a thing. And, yeah. and then she went full time and like, we grew so much that year. And then, um, and then once, you know, yeah, I think I, the stat was like, we grew a hundred and like, Sixty well, percent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot. Something like that was stupid. Yeah, we we grew a lot that year. That was the that stat was actually from 20, 2020 to twenty twenty one, which is that when we grew. during COVID. That was COVID yeah. year. Wait, Never so mind. Wait. <laughs> so, so y'all did a hundred sixteen. I was sending Rachel. All the, yes. I was sending. It was one hundred sixteen. I was sending okay. Rachel all the stats this morning because I was like trying to figure out like what years we grew. We grew a lot the year that Rachel quit her job. Um, and went full time and was, we were like so thankful. We were like, wow, this is like a real thing. And it picked up. And um, like we were saying, there's just no other companies like us. And so we, we were, there was like a, an a opportunity in the market. You we know? both saw the demand for it. Mm -hmm. So I think like the risk that we were taking, at least like in my eyes, it was like, oh yeah, everyone buys a company when they want to do their own thing. Yeah. I don't know. So let's take that risk. And then it was kind of like, oh, you know, maybe I can do this full time. The, you know, my bills will get paid. You know, yeah. I might not be the richest man alive right this moment, yeah. but we'll take this risk because like, and we were I, passionate we about it too. It. Yeah. We yeah. believed in it. And we were passionate about it. And we were like seeing the outcome of like these great weddings and these brides are so happy. And we were like, Oh, this is fun. And I always say, I felt like yeah. a farmer, you know, you like work so hard and like, you know, water your crops and you do all this. And then like they grow and you're so proud. And I felt like that's what we were. We were so proud. So like we were putting in it all this hard rewarding. work. It is. It is. It still is. And we were putting in all this hard work and people would be like, oh, Lauren, you work so hard. And I'm like, I'm building something. Okay. <laughs> Can you just wait? <laughs> and now they're like, oh, you're so successful. And I'm like, mm -hmm, you thought I was working hard. This is what it's for. Candles. Um, yeah. So lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you threw down the gauntlet in there as well. Back up a little bit. Uh -huh. Y'all bought Truly Hot. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So y'all started working at what time and then when did the purchase actually happen? I think it was like 2013 when we started just like working there part time as like just kind of helping. We help would in. go and help coordinate, like assist like coordination for mm -hmm. like weddings um, and kind of like help set up, you know, a few like decor items like on the weekends. And mm -hmm. I think it was probably like one a month. Yeah. I mean, it was just like extra little side money, like, yeah. you know, fun money. And for me, it was resume building because I was trying to see if I wanted to get out of my other career. Um, and then when the other owner said they wanted to sell, we were like, okay, why I not? I, I texted Lauren and was like, hey, hey. it's Rachel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. This is Rachel, which really hot. Yeah. Um, we worked together last weekend. Do you yeah. remember me? Do you want to buy yeah. this company? Exactly. And she was like, hey, okay. Yeah. So y'all had only worked together for like a weekend? Well, it wasn't a weekend, no. but we just didn't know each other that well. I mean, we yeah. had like, we were like acquaintances, but it wasn't like, I mean, I may have even not had her number saved. Like, yeah, it was, we were it not like friends. It literally was that. Yeah. <laughs> And like was, all the more better of a person to do business with, you know? Yeah. Right. Complete strangers. Yeah. Now we're like work wives and <laughs> I guess we did luck out on that. Yeah. Uh, something really bad could have happened. Yeah. I, I mean guess, we had but. different strengths. Like she really had a lot of knowledge about event rentals, which I had nothing 
And I, I feel like I had mm-hmm. like a lot of like the business skills from like working in like state government and law firms and things like that. And so we are definitely bringing like, you know, two different yin and yang to the table as far as the business. And so um, it works out. Yeah. I guess we just have that main common ground that like drives us completely to keep, you know, the business going and getting better and better every year. So, so when you decided to buy this, mm-hmm. were both of y'all married at the time? I was not. No, I just okay. got married in 2021. I was, but I was like, it was, it was, I didn't have any, did I have a kid? But we both had kids. I don't. I don't know. I had a kid. You were pregnant. No. Maybe. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I was like, we had just bought it, and I was like, Rachel, FYI, just found out I'm pregnant. So like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah. I'm just remembering so, that it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you bought what was a hobby business. Yeah. At the time when you had a relatively young child mm-hmm. and you had a baby on the way. Yeah. I mean, what did your friends and family say to you when you made the announcement you're buying a company? No, I think my friends thought I was crazy. I think they were like, what are you doing? I don't think anyone truly like understood. I think they were like, this is this is something that's going to like fizzle out. Yeah. And when you explain it, we're like, oh, yeah, we rent decor items. You know, it's it can sound very, I guess, like DIY, like in your garage and Mm -hmm. stuff and like the. It is what we, it started off it, as. We absolutely started in the garage. But, so. um, I don't think anyone really grasped that, like, no, we're an LLC now. You know, yeah. like, this is actually a business. So. And then, like, right. and we have, like, goals and dreams. And, like, we, I think that was hard, too. Like, we are going to, like, make it. And we are going to, like, do well. And so. Yeah, I think we had, like, a, people she had, like, a lawyer, like, draw up something. And I was, like, like getting my uncle or someone to, like, look over it. And he was, like, oh, it's cute. Like, you know, you know, like a lawyer, this is like real. Cute little legal document. Yeah, I was here. like, cute. yes, yeah. I do. And like, I think the amount that I was signing for, he was like, you're buying a business for this. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, okay. And now people, I know the, that same lawyer, he's like, wait, how much are y'all bringing in a year? He was like, what? This is crazy. I, I bought it for this bad. little. It's, yeah. So did that have any type of like push or drive to y'all, you think, where people had this? underestimation of what you could do within this company yeah i I would say for me definitely Mm -hmm. um i mean i've always i've never had like or at least at that time i didn't have like a career or really any drive to like find what i was like wanting to do with my whole life you know like i didn't know what i was gonna do um and then i think you know i just i always you always like to prove people Mm kind of like just a little watch me Mm -hmm. i know I don't really like to talk about myself, but I don't mind if like other people <laughs> see my success, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it, it was definitely a drive. I think it still is kind of like I'm curious to see how far we can take this like personally, you know, mm-hmm. like our business. Um, so, yeah. Yes. I think, I think definitely it was like a drive to kind of be like, no, mm-hmm. we're like a real thing. Yeah. We belong here in this yeah. industry, at least. And I think for COVID, it was like a make or break. Like, I think we were kind of like, OK, we could either just like let this fizzle out mm-hmm. or we can like take it. You know, we can like keep going. And, um, you know, I think we decided like, let's keep driving. And we, we did so like we grew so much after that. And um, so, yeah. Good. Yeah. The COVID year, I think, really was pivotal for us mm-hmm. because we that was when we decided the whole I guess like retail thing and we we saw our company more as like originally it was just like oh add on these candles to your wedding you know Mm -hmm. like we'll come and make it that much better right then we kind of I think had the realization like oh you're having a backyard wedding or like something super small like a micro wedding was like really in for COVID like you don't need actually you only need candles so call us first yeah and let us be the focal point yeah and so and that really stuck I think right and for people who were changing everything you know they may have not needed a bit large caterer anymore they may have not needed a big um, band but they still needed decorations for their little backyard wedding and because before they may have been in this beautiful ballroom where they didn't need much and now Mm -hmm. they needed something to make it like look pretty and so we were doing backyard so many backyard weddings so many micro weddings and we were we just like waived our minimums and we were like if you want to come pick it up yourself like we were just like no rules let's just like do whatever whatever you need we were here for you we were to transform yeah and we just like pivoted completely and um i feel like that was really helpful so yeah i mean at the time event planning is kind of one of those businesses where people were looking at shutting their doors and mm-hmm. really concerned about what covid was bringing mm-hmm. with the size restrictions, the outdoor mm-hmm. restrictions, and just all around people not wanting to get out for fear of everything, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. And so it's it it's incredible to hear the fact that y'all 
through what you did. I mean, 116%. Yeah, from 2020 to 2021. Like, that's just, that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like, that you had that much growth. Like, that is just insane. And at the same time, this is all still just a a side hustle (laughs) for the both of you. Yeah. So, and yeah, the event industry really did hurt during COVID. Um, I mean, we have, like, personally, like, friends in the industry, you Mm -hmm. know, obviously. And, uh you just like felt for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, because it just completely changed the way you do things and like your yeah. livelihood, you know, for the most part. So um, when you, when you're creating the space, mm-hmm. I mean, what's kind of your creative outlet process for getting the bases, getting the the stands and all that stuff for the weddings and the events? How do y'all kind of go through that process? Um, or is that classified? No, it's not. I'm <laughs> letting, it's not classified. If at I'm all. not talking, it's because I'm letting Rachel talk, and <laughs> no. she does all the. Um, she, Rachel does all the design, and I do all like the business stuff. So that's why she. That's a Rachel question. <laughs> no, um, I would say we kind of just, um, you know, I meet with every bride personally, um, and they'll come in and kind of like share with me like their likes, what they don't like, and everything from there, and we just kind of like draw on like their vision you know um and we have you know a showroom now where we can like mock up their tables um and show them like all that we have tons of inventory to choose from and it can be like a little overwhelming for people and so that's kind of where we just like come in and help them kind of really curate exactly what they want you know from little tiny things to giant things to spill up fill up a whole space you know um because every wedding i would say is like very personal you know yeah i mean like we don't have packages. Like people are always like, Oh, what's your packages? I'm like, we don't have them. It's all customized to like your venue yeah. or your budget or like what else you're getting. Like if you're getting large florals, do you, you might want um, small things around it or maybe you want big candles and yeah. you know, so it's all, it's all customizable depending on your vision, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just like curate that with each bride and kind of um, well, I'll design like a few different things and they can, you know, come and tell me like, I like this about this or like, I don't like this about that piece. And then we can like completely remake it, you know? And I think, um, you know, the trends are like always changing. And so every bride is literally that much different, you know, um, from people wanting just like straight up hot pink everywhere, you know, to just like clear glass, very like clean, you know? Um, so that's what I think keeps it just like constantly rotating. And Lauren and I both like kind of look at, trends and just like everything that we just if we see something on the market we're like we have to have this for mm-hmm. Batner's weddings you mm-hmm. know we're like we have to bring this into our inventory you know and hope that other brides like it as much as we yeah. do um because <laughs> we try to be ahead of a cur- ahead of the curve like for you know trends and Batner's for like what we want people to do the wedding industry and stuff yeah so we're just like always trying to find like that special something that people are just gonna like fall in love with and most of the time like most of the time brides like kind of already have an idea of what their wedding they want it to look like, you know, and then they see it in person and it's just like that much more powerful of like a look, you know? And I mean, you'll be surprised like candles do transform a space. Like mm-hmm. 100% we could turn do. the lights off and fill this with candles yeah. and be a whole different room. <laughs> I don't know if Barrett wants to have a candle lit <laughs> vibe in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of like our design process of like curating each event is just like very personalized. Well, and it, it keeps with out of the monotonous tasks that some other jobs have where you're doing the same thing over and mm-hmm, over, yeah. year over year, day yeah. over day, week over week, where with y'all, you could have a bride, a new bride every week that everything's completely different. The whole mm-hmm. game, the whole scenery, the whole vibe has changed. Now you can lean and draw on the past experience, but oh, yeah. the decorating and everything is totally different wedding to wedding mm-hmm. you know yeah throw in a corporate party i was about to say and then y'all do corporate real, parties <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and so those are always fun um like the this past month has been um a good mix of corporate versus weddings and it's just been like oh we're using these today and those tomorrow mm-hmm. so it's been fun you know like maybe pulling stuff off the shelf that we haven't in a while just because it's not really like wedding trend mm-hmm. you know um so that's always a good time yeah, and corporate, I guess for corporate events, it's something that's never really top of mind for me. Yeah. For like, we just did our company Christmas party, and I was not like, oh, we need candles. <laughs> yeah. You know, but looking we'll back and thinking, think right, leave me your card, please. <laughs> but like looking back at, you know, the event, I was like, you know, having some little bit of flair mm-hmm. or decoration in there would have yeah. would have taken it to another level. Now, 
We are a bunch of CPAs. So <laughs> not necessarily. CPAs that don't know they love candles. <laughs> this is true. And look, it's one of those things that you don't notice you need it until it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as soon as you walk in the room, like you said, it will transform mm-hmm. a venue from something that was eh to something that's like, oh, wow. Yeah, the ambience. Yeah. Just the, the ambience of totally changes candles. the vibe. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we have people all the time like that will come in and be like, oh, only I knew mm-hmm. that like there was a company like this when I got married or something. Yeah, because people you will, will buy it. They'll it. sometimes people catch us too late and they'll they'll, they'll buy just everything. Have flowers, yeah. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, I bought all this stuff. Can mm-hmm. you set up my stuff?" And we're like, "Oh, I don't really set up other people's stuff, but you know." But they're like, well, "Maybe I'll go return it." And can I like rent from you? We're like, "Sure, we could do that." But you know, we like try to catch people before. Yeah, they always do all that. the word out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know for. My mom, we were talking beforehand, she owns uh, a little wedding venue out in Sunshine, Louisiana, and we were always in charge of setting the candles out. So she ended up buying all the little lantern things. She mm-hmm. bought like little hanging lanterns we put mm-hmm. in the trees, yeah. floating things on little lily pads. And I'm like, this, the candle budget for a wedding, <laughs> like, you have to have a line item of candles yeah, for, sure. for a, a reception or a, a party or something because there yeah. is literally candles everywhere. Yeah, I always stress that. Like, what budget for candles because it's just not something that you think people are like oh cake flowers dress venue they don't think candles but i mean it, it should go Hopefully hand in nowadays, hand yeah i mean we're, we're trying to like, it put the word out you know yeah i'm trying to light the city up yeah we really are. <laughs> i think right. we've been to just about every venue yeah yep yeah so. <laughs> so and are y'all going to like different wedding trade shows and putting getting booths there i mean is that even a space that y'all are we pursuing like yeah, in the very beginning, I'd say we were like that was how we got our how we got our name all out. All marketing um, focus. We yeah. kind of stopped that because the brides who go to those are sometimes not um, in our. I don't know how to say that uh, in our market. I guess maybe or like just some or they're already booked. There a lot of them, uh, right. and they're there to like the big ones at least. I think. Um, have hundreds of people but they already have their vendors you know and they're kind of like looking for that photographer giving uh or like a giveaway and stuff like that's what when i got yeah. getting married i went to all those bridal shows so <laughs> yeah. i could win something i did that's not right. for like but, budget stuff but um, um no we, we like to connect with like vendors like wedding planners and um and we venues. call them frienders yeah frienders uh-huh. i like the term <laughs> no we adore each like literally mm-hmm. every vendor that we work with because we see them literally every week you know and so yeah, you have to collaborate everything. they're like colleagues all of ours time. and so you know if, if you know if somebody goes to a venue and they're like oh i need this like great truly hot you know or same thing for a wedding planner if a bride comes and they're like i need candles they always recommend us and so that's like who yeah. we market to instead of the um but shows. i would say like to answer your question though really the only bridal show every year that we do go to and shout out to white oak uh they are a great venue and we're always there mm-hmm. so um we'll definitely like go and see all their brides um and stuff like that so. they make it really easy for us to get in and get out and they're kind to us that's good <laughs> yeah. they have great candle locations yeah. staircase fireplace fountain mm-hmm. those are the three the three uh, big the candle three big locations, locations mm-hmm. that you could light up really heavily mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the floating candles in the fountain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that that just the options are there yeah (laughs) so talking about the full-time switch for both of you it occurred for you rachel and right around COVID, right no she was 2018 2018 okay and then um i was just recently i mean kind of like in the beginning of the year um like i think it was like around february march april i can't remember um but it oh for even 22 for 2022 like this year okay i was like real caught up in my job like I, it, I was like this is a pivot in the road like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here with the company on my back she really was I mean she I swear <laughs> I re, she was doing Rachel, she, I'm carrying this company <laughs> she really was no, no she it was it's true oh, was she she was doing a lot and I mean I was like doing stuff that I could be behind the scenes but I was like we're growing and I need to like jump in and I'm getting so busy at my job I, I worked at the attorney general's office um I saw you had Beverly Haydell on the other mm-hmm. day I worked with her okay often so I uh, listened to her episode, but um, uh, it was just nonstop, and I was like, I'm gonna have. I think nervous. every month I was like, Lauren, are you quitting your job? Yeah, today? yeah, every day, <laughs> and I, 
So it was just too much. And I have three kids. Like, my husband's a pilot. I was just like, this is, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. And so it was time for me to, like, pick one of the paths. And um, so I, like, focus on choices. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's been great. And I'm able to, like, focus more time and um, do more things. And so flourishing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, each time, like, when I came on full time, the company was like, yes. And then Mm -hmm. when Lauren came on full time, it was like, we all just, like, took a breath and was Mm -hmm. like, Yes, like this year has been so successful mm-hmm. um, because we're all hands on deck now. Yeah, um, I think that's really important. And that's one of the tough conversations and decisions that really any entrepreneur has whenever they start out with a side gig. And most, yeah. I mean, most businesses start out as side gigs, at least nowadays. They have their main job and they start something mm-hmm. on the side as a hobby, mm-hmm. in which case y'all bought a hobby. Mm-hmm. And then you started to grow in it for years and you were doing both things, but then it comes a point in the time, like you were saying, that pivotal moment, that fork in the road where it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes a lot of entrepreneurs just kind of hang their hat up and say they want yeah. the security yeah, because the years have been too up and down. It's been, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're not sure if it's going to be able to continue with them going full time, nor can they maintain their normal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, which I'm sure that y'all have had to do, or maybe not because of the growth of the company, but kind of take a step back financially from where you're living for the sake of the company yeah, and saying, I know this can succeed, but I'm going to have to sit in the back seat for a little bit and not go and be out and about doing everything Mm -hmm. that I want to do because I know I've got to grind and I've got to push through this. Mm -hmm. I mean, was that what y'all kind of experienced? We have a lot of conversations like that. Um, But I mean, it's it's, my first year was rough. Like mm -hmm. I, every day or every month, like rent was due was like, Rents always do every month. There we go. <laughs> um, I think the first time, that first year of owning the business, I got uh, my taxes back. And I just remember sitting in the carpool line crying <laughs> to my mom because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm yeah. owning this business and I love it. But I can't pay these taxes of yeah. owning a business. I can't, like, pay my bills, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think just, like, with every, it was just kind of like, what else do you want to do? Nothing. Okay. Well, then make this work. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so we really had to like put a lot at work and effort and you know, create numbers, creative thoughts, and try to make it work for us. But I mean, ultimately, this job gives us like the flexibility with our families and also the income that we need. I mean, I think it it's that's a, lot a good better. point. I think it was a quality of life for me versus, um, you know. I guess like a solid bank account maybe at the time. And so I was finally able to be a carpool mom, you know, like I, I, because of this job was able to go at 3 PM instead of like 6 PM and pick my son up um, Mm -hmm. from not like working an eight to five, you know? And so that to me was like a really big deal. Um, I could go to the grocery store anytime I wanted, you know, like I didn't have to call in sick if I really was sick, you know, like um, it was a huge quality of life difference. And so and I, I think I just like still, maybe it was naive, but I just kept believing like, well, next year my paycheck's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Next year I'm going to be bringing in twice as much, you know, like there's no way I'm not. Um, and then it's like slowly kind of came true, like more and more. And like here we are today and it's, you know, it, it is very fruitful, but I will say the risk was was high. Yeah. There were really hard times in the beginning <laughs> where I was like, I need a second job, like, mm-hmm. or I need to go back to truly hot being a hobby, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't want it to be. So um, Lauren like kept me through that. And with her number crunching and was like, okay, <laughs> this is what you can afford today. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I will not <laughs> go out to eat. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty frugal with, I'm not a CPA, but I'm like, a, 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 well, she taught me how to like, budget. So. <laughs> hey, budgeting she is the first our company, part. And I promise you, we would not I'm like an amateur be where we are. But um, everyone's like, who does your bookkeeping? I'm like, me. Who does our website building? Me. Lauren. Yeah. To like learn everything. Not a web designer, um, but she's yeah. like great at it. You can figure anything else out. YouTube. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. When I, I think that what you were experiencing in the carpool line, breaking down about your tax bill, is something that's not addressed a lot within the entrepreneurship space. It's a entrepreneurs oftentimes have to get micro loans to pay their taxes mm-hmm. at the end of the year because they're just trying to grow and grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. And some of the expenses are not tax deductible, mm-hmm. you know? And so they end up with a tax bill that they can't pay because they're not cash flow positive yet. They're burning cash or dumping money in and it's a very stressful time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard situation to be in. But 
like you were saying, either it goes back to being a hobby and I get another job or I figure out a way around this. If you don't push through, you mm-hmm. know, the alternative of not pushing through that, of not recognizing that I just have to figure out a way to live well below my means yeah. mm-hmm. and really get this company off the ground is like, you, then your dream is kind of being pushed to the side if you're not. You know? mm-hmm. So it's like, I want this dream. I got to push through it. Mm-hmm. And so it's incredible to see that y'all have kind of done that, you know? Yeah. And now that y'all are both on here full time. Like, yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? You got a deal. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you've got your own space now. Yeah. You're out of a garage and you're in your space. Let's talk about that. Yeah. We went from uh, Rachel's garage Mm -hmm. to a storage unit to another storage unit, which we thought we were like moving up so much. 10 by 10 to a 20 by 30. Yeah. We were like, woo. And then where'd we go after that? Um, Oh, then we got like a real place. This was a cute place on Jefferson. That's when I felt like we thought we were like That was so weird. We, I think, experimented kind of like we got this really cute place off of Jefferson Highway, like kind of like a little cottage. And that was when we first experienced like the showroom aspect. Yeah. Of, like brides we were, were like, like, we were proud to, to have them in our office, you yeah. know? And we were like, oh, we got a taste of that. But then it was not functional for our inventory at all. Well, and so a lot of what we do is loading and unloading back mm-hmm. and forth. And we were in this small little area. <laughs> where going through the front porch yeah i was like this is not functional we need like a real warehouse with like a bay door and not like stairs and like a shotgun cottage thing situation and um so we grew we moved again to an actual Mm -hmm. warehouse on industrialplex and that worked out great except now we lost the function of Nobody wanted to come see us on an industrialplex because we were in like a grimy warehouse. It was, it was in a parking lot. It wasn't the cute industrialplex. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was the backside of an industrialplex. It was the back. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like, looking like the construction building yeah, where nobody goes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We were like, the no, warehouse keep going. <laughs> the warehouse functionality was great. We were like, this is what we need. Mm-hmm. But now we lost our showroom. We were like, we need the best of both worlds, and um, so that's how we got on Government Street, and we actually had them build us a, um, a garage door. Mm-hmm. So um. So now, yeah, it functions as both. We have, like, the warehouse space right next to our, like, cute, pretty showroom space. We have a showroom. We have an office. So we kind of learned each year Mm -hmm. what we needed. Like, we thought this was important, and then we went too far, and then got this important, (laughs) and then we were like, no, exactly. It's a lot of trial and error. So this is just right um, for now, you know? Yeah, but I think every entrepreneur has got to figure out that trial mm-hmm. and error. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a, oh, a web yeah. designer, a CFO. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you, you yeah. got You have to learn everything as you go, mm-hmm. or you've got to bear the burden of an expense of mm-hmm. paying somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, Google is free. Mm-hmm. Hiring Use people is not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So from a from a manpower standpoint of hiring people. How was that? I mean, were y'all doing this just the two of you going to every single event, every single weekend while. that y'all were booked? I mean, <laughs> yeah. walk yeah, us we through were. that. <laughs> For a while. Um, I think we had started kind of hiring people. And then when COVID came, we had we had some money helping. Whenever we were on Jefferson, we had yeah, we, we had, had someone had helping like us. One or two assistants that would come on the weekends. Um, but I mean, we were bringing, st- we were cleaning candles and glassware At in our, our kitchens. <laughs> For years, my husband was like, "You're ruining our dishwasher dishwasher. (laughs) because the wax melts." We wanted, I wanted to put them in the dishwasher because I was like, "Oh, they get so hot." He was like, "Yeah, the wax is clogging our dishwasher and breaking our dishwasher." I was like, "Oops," Um, but yeah, we'd bring boxes home at our house and wash them at our house or in our bathtubs, and then bring them back. It was a mess. We were, I don't know how. I honestly don't know how people continue to, to book us. Like whenever we were like that, <laughs> we we weren't showing we, them those no, signs. We, 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 you know. we can laugh about it yeah. now, but I'm like, uh, yeah, um, um, yeah. They yeah, just we saw the pretty every events. weekend too. Yeah, um, we had we had people help him, but we were doing a lot of it, and um, and then we kind of realized, oh, we also need help like during the week, and so we kind of started getting people to help during the week. But I think mm-hmm. we kind of still didn't want to give up like how much we were taking, you know. And so it kind of got, we, we had to realize, like, okay, we can make more money if we get more help, you know? That and was a big decision. Yeah. It's yeah. a hard decision. Yeah. yeah. And so, but then for COVID, we went back to, like, there was really no events. So Rachel and I were kind of like, well, just me and you. We'll just go do all the <laughs> events. And, but we didn't, really didn't have many events, but we did a lot of them ourselves. And then after COVID, we just went, like, skyrocket. Like, and we were, like, all hands on deck, all new staff. Like, yeah, um, I think we got our first full time employee when we were in Industrial Plex. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone That's else true. was just kind of like part time up until then. 
Yeah, um, got like a payroll candles, system. Candles, it's it's tedious, and any florist will tell you when they do candles too. And a lot of florists are just like you, you have just to don't want to bring it home and clean it. I was about to say it's and not it's not just sitting in the night. You pack you it all up and you put it back in the warehouse the next yeah. day. It's a it's a just bare to clean. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. think like ten candles a table. You know, like and if you have twenty tables, that's two hundred. 200 <laughs> candles and then some might have water in them dump the water out but make sure you're putting it all back in the, the right second stuff um all in the right boxes put the boxes correctly back in like the tubs it's just tedious it's and very so tedious why we went into this industry sometimes i don't know yeah but maybe you're learning why there's not because nobody wants to clean Wait it yeah <laughs> <minute. laughs> i mean just just the uh display you have in front of us on the table mm. That is a lot of candles and a piece yeah. of wood. And to clean that, I mean, yeah. I think yeah. it's almost cheaper and more efficient just to just get like a new piece that. of wood yeah. and start all over. We don't, we don't rent these out. <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, that we is don't want just... to clean that for you. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now, I mean, we have, we definitely have two full-time employees. Yeah, they're there all the time. We have, like, a warehouse. With us. We have and a warehouse guy. It's all he does. How many is just, time? Like, 25 and, I looked at it. 25? No, we have more than that. 34. We have 34, 34 but people. Part time could be like very, very part time. Like they they work. That's like, still a lot of people. That's a lot of W twos at no. the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We a, sent out the most we've ever sent out this year. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, For the W twos. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. I was like, this is this is so much. It's just hard for me to. I'm like running payroll and doing all these things and. Wait, and you're running payroll. Yeah. yeah. Right, we'll talk out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a CPA, and he he's like slowly. Go, I don't think he listens to this, but he's like slowly going up on our price without telling me. I'm like, but he probably you know he's seeing like, oh, they're growing. They I need to charge them more. They can afford more. Yeah. They can afford more. I'm like, what is this? You didn't even tell me you're going up on this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hiring somebody, whether it's part time or full time, as an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. so tough because then you not only have to worry about paying them number one mm-hmm. but number two making sure they can maintain your level of quality control mm-hmm. making sure that your level and standards are kept and if you've got a wedding at homa's house mm-hmm. and then you have a wedding at the watermark hotel mm-hmm. you can't go in between those yeah no exactly. that's a long drive exactly. to go from one I mean, venue to another growth, you've got to trust them yeah to maintain the truly hot brand right 100%. and so we have trainings and you know we, we i send out like you know little guides and um, information sheets on how to kind of like how to be how we wanted it to be originally, you know, and how to stay professional and always say like, I want us to be, the, and this is maybe impossible, but I want us to be the most professional vendors there. I want people to look at us and go, who are those people? They look like they know what they're doing. And that's, that's what I like. And I don't want us to ever be like, Oh, we don't know. What we know. We don't know what we're doing, you know? Um, and so that's what I strive to. And we, I, we tell all of our employees that and um, hopefully it, Keeps us yeah, looking good. And quality control is like, I mean, number one on our list. And we kind of learned that, like having a warehouse and getting more and more inventory with like the cleaning. Um, I would I go as, I mean, I know like in the beginning, our quality definitely could have been better, you know? So going, you have something to like, you know, strive for. Like back then, I don't want to be 2017, Rachel, <laughs> you know, like truly it, it, it was just us. So we didn't Rachel. really have time to clean on all that stuff. We, yeah. we were doing the best we could, but now we have. The more more pre, more people we have, yeah. we have more someone who can clean it all the time. We have someone who checks it. We have you know someone who pulls it. We pull it signature, check it the signature, double check it. You know, it's like a lot more quality control now. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of work that goes into the vases and the um, not the flutes. What are they called? The things that go around the candles. Oh, like the chimney. Uh, yeah, the the hurricane shields. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the hurricane shields just a piece of glass that goes like on top of a single candle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for that. You almost have to treat that like a wine glass. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if there's any we fingerprints, the time, yeah. well, like fingerprints oh, or yeah. smudges, like all that's got to get clean. Otherwise, the photographers nowadays just their cameras are too good. They mm-hmm. pick up every little oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. So if, I mean, we want to be the best. And if you, you have know? a table that's like twenty feet long and you have sixty of those, mm-hmm. like, if the if one of them is dirty or cloudy or foggy, the camera's gonna pick it up and the yeah. bride's mm-hmm. gonna look at that and go. I mean, yeah. they shouldn't, but they're going to look at mm-hmm. it and suddenly just be like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. that's, not, that's not quite clean. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we would look at that and be like, look at that. It's yeah. disgrace. You know? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say like we do put a lot of trust into our employees. And I mean, I credit our employees and assistants oh, yeah. like really like 100 percent for our growth uh, the past like few years because 
we went from really only being able to take a wedding when the two of us are available, you know, to work. Um, and now we're booking, you know, eight a weekend. Um, yeah. Eight weddings in a weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, in some of we also do, like, customer pickups. So, like, we have, okay. you know, full service, which means, like, we have, like, a rental minimum. Um, so, like, we can't take it unless you – we won't go and set it up unless you reach our rental minimum. But if you don't reach our rental minimum, we have customer pickup, meaning we'll just put it all together for you and you come pick it up on Thursday and return it on Monday. Um, and so we're able to bring in more money by doing that because we don't need any more people to do that. They can just do it themselves. Um, so put it on the warehouse crew. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think our sweet spot is like three weddings a night. Uh, yeah. Three, that way, like if I need the night off, we have like, you know, we assistants that we call leads um, who we like train extensively and trust extensively mm-hmm. to be like our eyes and ears and person on the ground. Um, and that way we're able to set up, we have like different crews now, yeah. um, that we can send to do weddings that we'll like, she'll do one, you know, and I'll go do one. And yeah, on busy nights, we have about 20 people working, you know, mm-hmm. all over Louisiana. So, um, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. Like it is crazy to think of. I mean, like that we weren't there last year. Like it's just I was about to say like, okay, so this is like recently y'all well, gotten to the point where y'all Just talk about last weekend we were in. Abita Springs, Homa, and then Baton Rouge, twi- like two Baton Rouge events all in one night. Three. We were also at Water Campus, and I forgot. So I was trying to tell someone. I forgot someone, about it. I for- well, it was a customer pickup, no, but, but I was. But no, just I, full of service. Just like, yeah, that's though, what I'm saying. That's yeah. where we were at. We were at five events, and I had even forgot. I was, I was talking to another vendor, and I was like, oh, we have three events this day. And one of our assistants popped her head up, and she was like, four, I'm going to Homa. I was like, I forgot. <laughs> I've totally forgot. Like, we have. We're, we're, we're so we're many places so many and, and like Rachel and I have elevated, you know, we're kind of more of like manager level. We're not in the grind anymore. Like, you know, that, the girl I'm talking about, she's kind of managing her own workload and she knew what she was doing. We didn't have to kind of micromanage her. We we're like, yep, totally forgot you're going home. Good job. Glad you're on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, y'all are sitting there with the with the consults and getting the yeah, brides yeah. or the, the people in charge of the corporate sp- events mm-hmm. where that's where y'all's time is probably best spent, you know? Yeah. And then having yeah. a team trained up, ready to execute on the actual day of makes it so much easier for you to keep booking and keep taking these meetings yeah. and making sure that you're able to create the scene that your employees and your, your 1099 vendors will deploy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, we, ha- we have a good good workflow now. Like on Mondays, we do like production meetings with our staff and we talk about like all the events that week and what do we need to order? What do we need to make sure is clean? What's going out when? What do we need to return in this place? Um, you know, like just like problems we may have or like times or how many people do we need to this place? And do we need to get any more people for, lined up for this event? And um, just everything for the week. And then um, just kind of we have like something every day of like how, how we do it. And I find it makes our work, our week kind of go so smooth. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, the more, I guess, like the bigger the crews we have, the bigger the weddings we can take on and the more time, like I can spend like creating experiences for brides, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's when I have to go or like Lauren has to go to like each wedding or like delivery or pick up at the end of the night that we're just like dragging during the week yeah. and I don't want to, <laughs> to make you a sale. You can't drag. Yeah. Or like week. I can't, you can't be creative when you're yeah, like and worried that's about like that. Our goal is like, we don't want to go to the weddings anymore because like we we want to be kind of like more in the manager you know clipboard doing the higher level things and letting other people do it so that we can grow more and having leads take on more events i say i don't mind going to the weddings i i like it i mean i've been doing it for a long time so it is like fun and you get like a glimpse sometimes like seeing like everyone else see your work you know is like very cool but the 2 a.m pickups are yeah i mean we just can't go to me. all of them you know like <laughs> the you, amount you that we can't yeah yeah um the amount that, of weddings that, or events that we take on a year just we can't yeah um, which just circles back to like quality i guess of like we if we're not here physically in the managerial role then i think like our quality would maybe slip and that's like what we don't want so we just constantly have to keep growing keep hiring and remembering, like, no help is good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That mindset ultimately is probably what's going to help y'all take mm-hmm. it to the next level and continue mm-hmm. that hockey stick that Jacob mentioned beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. getting to that level of shooting up quicker than expected is because you have the, f- the foresight to know, I need help. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we can only do so much. We can only be in so many places at one time. We need help to continue growing and you've already been able to recognize where your time is best served, you mm-hmm. know. And Lauren, you may get to the point where you're like, I can't even 
help with all this because I've got to keep up with the books. Oh, I've got yeah. to keep up with the payroll, with the, yeah. the scheduling mm-hmm. and making sure the calendar is filled out. We have people everywhere. And then, Rachel, you're, you're just designing and helping with everything that you don't have the time to ever go to an event. But you've got to have that team in place that can mm-hmm. deploy and execute on the same level and are going to be the ones that are going to send you the photos and say, here's here's the setup. Mm-hmm. Here's how everything looks. Are we good? This and that. And you have to be able to accept help and hire on help as an entrepreneur in order to scale because yeah, you yeah. can't, you cannot do everything. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't physically do everything. There's only 24 hours in a day. I yeah. have yet to find somebody who gets more. Yeah. <laughs> no. And that, I mean, it was a hard lesson to learn. Um, I mean, there was a long time Lauren really had to like drill into me, like, no, you like, we need an assistant in the office. Yeah. And I'm like, I can do yeah, it. I, I mean, that th- I think that's whenever you know? things like pivoted for us. Cause like we were like, no, we want to just do it. And like, you know, all the money can come to us. And, and I was like, well, if we, you can focus on this mm-hmm. and if we can have someone else doing like the smaller task that you don't need to be doing, you can do more and we can pay them and we can make more money. And, um, and you're just kind of like, I finally submitted and was yeah. like, fine, <laughs> you can give me an assistant. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been beautiful. And I now mean, we're like, give us all the help. Yes. Now <laughs> she, economies of scale. she reminds yeah. me to eat. Like, she's <laughs> so great. Oh my gosh. I don't know where we would be. Oh Yeah. Shout out, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just that economies of scale and recognizing that you can only make so much as one person. Mm-hmm. And then when you add somebody else there, you're paying them X, but you're bringing in Y. Mm-hmm. And so now you've got a little bit more gap that mm-hmm. you didn't have to devote time to get mm-hmm. to make. And then you just started mm-hmm. doing that from a numbers game. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. having, I mean, assistance and having people that are directly next to you, helping you get through everything are so crucial mm-hmm. for success. I mean, you just can't. I, I know if it's not on my calendar, personally, if it's not on my calendar, I'm not there because mm-hmm. it's not on my brain. It's not on my mind. Yeah. So like you said, you didn't know you had another event. It's like mm-hmm. for me, oh, you're supposed to be here, Patrick. I was like, nope, wasn't on my calendar. I wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, no. Our, Katie keeps us organized and Lauren definitely keeps us organized, I'd say. I'm like the one with the bad handwriting that doesn't write anything <laughs> down. I'll answer questions. Everyone's like, how do you know that? I'm like, I, I remember it <laughs> yeah. from last week. I yeah, don't you know. have the good memory. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I definitely, I don't think Truly Hot would function without all of our employees for mm-hmm. sure. And they um, are our backbone for sure. Now I'm like, yeah, put five on the event. Like, let's hire more, yeah, you know, know, like let's let, cause you know, yeah, the more people you have, the bigger, the smoother things go too. Yeah, and the better the experience you can provide for that customer. All mm-hmm. around, yeah, you know, and it's you don't you're not having one person run around and have that side of the room's candles are yeah. lower than that side mm-hmm. because <laughs> one person started there and you can mm-hmm. see their path <laughs> right. of where they lit the candles, right. and then you're like, yep, they finished there and they started there, <laughs> and that took them a solid two minutes to light all the candles. That's so funny. And so now it's just like this 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 wave of candle heights along that one the table. Was lit way before. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, and then like we can focus on the details, you know, to give to our staff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yep. So, on the retail side of things, what kind of went into that decision of opening up retail from rental? I mean, that's that's a an added revenue stream, yes. but it's yeah. also a different mindset from an inventory management. It is, and it was, so it was a little like stressor for me because you know I'm like the person who handles all that, but. Um, a lot of times people were coming in and they were like, well, I don't need the candle. I don't want to rent the candle holder. Can I just buy the candles? And we were like, well, we don't really do it like that because the way that we rent, it's the um, the candle holder and it includes the wax. And that's like how our price is. So we were like, how do we do this? And we kept getting the question over and over. And especially during COVID, people were asking, they just wanted the wax or like, you know, they wanted just a color or something. And it was like, well, maybe we can start offering this. And then, um, but we really didn't have the space at Industriplex to like, set up things and then so when we were moving we were like hey we can totally make a retail space here but let's just offer um like taper candles for sale because that's what most people were coming in for because you really only other place you can get is like hobby lobby or something and you know they have like maybe 10 colors we were like we're gonna have every color like we have like 40 45 colors or something and we have this huge wall i don't know if you've ever seen it but it's this like taper wall i think i've seen the wall and um it's like just like a, a rainbow yes, of like different colors yes. and it's, it's, like it's really cool and so we have all the colors we have a few different sizes we have like twisted striped um you know 10 inch 12 inch 15 inch um and so if you if you're looking for something for like a party or um a certain thing to match like an invitation or something you can 
bring your invitation in and we have all the colors, you know, so that's kind of like what we're there for. Um, but, but yeah, we kind of just started with just the tapers and then we were like, well, we can sell other things too. So we kind of started looking at what others, what else people were looking for. And then I can't remember how the taper base kind of started organically. So maybe somebody had access. You wanted one for yourself and you were like. But there was, there was a planner who wanted, there was a planner who wanted one to rent and we were like, okay. So it was kind of like on our radar. And then a friend of mine had sent me a picture. Do y'all have something like this? So like multiple people had kind of asked us and we were like, yeah, we can get something like that done. We made a prototype and it, like people wanted it. And then we got with a local engineer who has one of these huge machines. A CNC machine? Yes. I think that's what it's called. So, like, to make this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he, like, mass produces it for us now, puts our logo in it, and um, in the front. The different types of wood. Yeah, so so they really just taken off. And and so we we make those, but everything else is just, like, curated, you know, like, wholesale, like, you know, from other places. Um, And we're trying to expand it more and more, but it, it is, you know, the tricky part is keeping rental separate from retail, you know, because we'll be, like, oh, we knew we're short this, let's just go run and grab it from here. And I'm like, ah, but now our inventory counts are off here. And so that's kind of like the tricky part. One gets sales tax and one doesn't get sales oh, tax. Oh, yeah, my CPA is so <laughs> Oh, my out. God. He's, he's like, well, did you rent it or, or use it for retail? I'm like, ah, I don't know. And he's like, you need to be keeping track. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't keep track. And I'm like, I keep going, I'll, I'll start keeping track next year. And he's like, no, you need to do it now. <laughs> this is not a next year item. I this know, is a today, I tomorrow know. Item. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that... That's what's like in the very beginning, Rachel was like, oh, we should do this like now. And I'm like, I don't have like the men- I don't have like the mental capability to start like figuring all this out yet. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's not do that yet. But I mean, there's definitely a need. So we started doing more like candle holders. Um, and then we have such a great space for it um, for for the retail. Um, so we have candle holders. We have taper bases. We have just like different types of it's all unscented, but like different types of like candle accessories. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of. Yeah, figuring I think it out. like every year, you know, you write down your goals of like, how can Truly Hot expand? You mm-hmm. know, what can you do different next year? And I think retail kind of popped up um, along with like the customer pickup like side of it, you know, and um, moving into once we found Mid-City, it was like, you know, like we need to take advantage mm-hmm. of just like the space alone, you know, that we have and uh, the need for things. So. Um, I was like, Lauren, get on it. Put it on yeah. your to-do list and make me <laughs> a second <done>. revenue. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. So multiple streams of revenue is never a bad thing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so as we start to kind of wind down the show, we have a set list of questions I'd like to ask everybody. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, what is something you did as a kid you wish you could still do today? Oh, I don't know this ahead of time. <laughs> I don't know why, but like the first thing that came to my mind was like jumping off like a high diving board or something. Oh, that's fun. Oh, God. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but I was like, yeah, I wish I was like a kid could jump. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I don't have anything. I'm thinking like eating something like bad food, which I still do all the time, but (laughs) go eat now. No, like, like I'm talking about like um, candy, like gorging and like candy a, for like, dinner yeah ice cream for dinner with no repercussions yeah. the next day. lauren you're an adult i know <laughs> treat yourself look look my wife has to tell me she's like patrick you pay the bills if you want to buy something. you want an orange fanta you can have you an can orange fanta <laughs> i'm like no i can't no i can't <laughs> So just eating yeah. things without. Oh yeah, just I, eating I'm like things. I'm like a sugar addict for sure, um, and I've had to like I've, I've tried to like watch my sugar like the last few months, but um, I went on this trip and I like totally just blew it all off. And um, but yeah, I think I'm addicted to sugar. So oh, trips don't count. <laughs> trips are made up. I know the meals are made up on trips. You don't yeah. count any of the meals. You don't look at any of the meals on trips. Yeah, but I love like the sour gummy stuff. I mean, I truly could just eat like I'll go nerd buy. Clusters. Yeah, the nerd cluster is so good. Um, sour, sour patch, <laughs> sour punch. The, oh, the sour patch kids. Mm-hmm. I like sour patch kids. I mean, I could just eat that for dinner for sure. <laughs> is that what you were looking for? That's exactly <laughs> what I was looking for. Act- yeah. Yes, yes. What did you do as a kid? Yes, absolutely. My kids would do that now. So, <laughs> um, so what are three lessons y'all have learned along the way? I mean, y'all have got a, a a lot of lessons. A lot of lessons. Interesting career paths that. Yeah. More and more we're seeing entrepreneurs start doing with a side hustle and then 
taking that leap to be full-time entrepreneur is a big one. So I'm sure there's lots of lessons over the years. And y'all bought, y'all bought the company. Mm-hmm. So like you bought a hobby. Like mm-hmm. you didn't start off with, you know. Who does that? Right. Who does that? <laughs> y'all know. do. And you do it very well, obviously. <laughs> um, I think uh, an important one that I've definitely had to learn like and still learn is like ask for help when you need it. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. So now I'm going to come up with another one. I want to say, like, trust your gut kind of thing. Like, the risk, high risk and high reward, you know? Not to say that everyone should go and just, like, invest in whatever they want. Um, but if you really are, like, so passionate about it, um, try it, you know? Or at least, at least take the first step in writing down, like, what do you need to do to acquire that dream? Um because I didn't even think one bit that like Lauren and I would be like sitting here today with like a yeah. shop on Mid City every yeah. weekend all around Baton Rouge, you know. Um, so um, one thing that I have, your question was mistakes. What'd you say? Three lessons. Lessons. Okay. Um, <laughs> making sure I answer it correctly. All mistakes. Oftentimes, <laughs> mistakes lead to lessons. Yeah, yeah. True. Um, I think something. I don't know if this answers your question totally, but like. Whenever we were first starting out, I feel like we were like, oh, well, what's that company doing? Let's try to do it like that. Or what's, you know, like, let's ask them what their prices are. Let's figure that out. And I think what we had to do was realize, like, it doesn't matter what they're doing or they're doing. Like, we needed to figure out, like, what was, like, we need to be, like, genuine and, like, do what was right for us and what worked for us. And I think once we were able to establish, like, our identity, then people could, like, respect us more. And then people almost, like, wanted to be us. Like, they wanted to know what, like, oh, well, what's Truly Hot doing, you know? So I think... um, in the very beginning, like, you know, I would, that's one thing that we learned was like, stop trying to be like other people and just like mm-hmm. get your, be confident in your own identity and brand, you know? Yeah. So. No, for sure. That is self identifying your brand and being true to yourself, mm-hmm. whether it's pricing or how you do things, mm-hmm. is so important for any company. Mm-hmm. So, what is something y'all love about Baton Rouge? <laughs> oh, I love the community. Like, it's it's different yeah um i mean it's like just the event industry though it's even it's different like from lafayette or new orleans i i don't know i love like the the community of like we were saying like the frienders um she's not from here i'm from new i'm from new iberia i'm born and raised really (laughs) everyone (laughs) says i have an accent like the tigers maybe um Went to my first hockey game like last week, so that was fun. Just like seeing everyone kind of come together and like like one thing. Um, I don't know. Baton Rouge is home, you know. And the more like I meet, you know, all the brides and like they come in too. The like farther we get to go out and see like you know New Orleans and like all the other cities, but like there's nothing like a Baton Rouge wedding, you know. Or like there's so many things that like we just want to do for our community, you know, yeah. and like the event industry and like all our friends. I feel like Baton Rouge, it's like a small town feeling, but in a big town, you know, it's a little big town. Mm-hmm. So for the final question, what can I do to help y'all? Hmm. Um, you can tell everyone, everyone you, you know, know. <laughs> word of mouth is so important is. to us. Um, well, look, look, you know, right, anyone look right, getting right married. Right into a little camera right <laughs> there one? and just deliver your message. <laughs> Come and see us. Check out our website. Yes, uh, at Truly Hot on Instagram. See what we're doing because we are making like really pretty things and transforming so many spaces here in Baton Rouge. And even if you didn't think you needed candles, you definitely yeah. do for yeah. Engagement parties, rehearsal dinners, proposals, bridal showers. I don't even know what camera I'm looking into right now. That one. <laughs> this one. This one. That one right there. Yes. <laughs> you take a look. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but give us a call or, you know, send your friends like our way. Um, if you know anyone um, getting married or really just like throwing a party. I mean, we just did like a really cute Christmas house party the other day. Mm-hmm. And it completely just like changed the house, you know, with yeah. the candles. So. Uh, let us set the ambiance. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Barrett might need some candles in the studio after a little while. Yeah. Get a good ambiance going. <laughs> Get a little flame in the corner. Yes. Yes. So we'll we're going to make sure that we link y'all's website and everything yeah, else in the, in the show notes and tag y'all and everything awesome. to make sure everybody can easily find you because it's not spelled truly hot as right. in H-O-T. It's H-A-U-T-E, like yeah. hot. Like hot. Okay. 
Well, thank y'all so much for coming thank on the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I appreciate fun. y'all's time and making this work. And I'm sure there's an event happening tonight that we're, <laughs> that we're holding you from or you got a team executing on. So thank y'all for coming I and sharing your story. And can't wait to continue watching y'all's abundance and success. Yes, thank yes. you so much. Appreciate it. So, and thank you everybody else for tuning in, whether you're watching or listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I know the guests do as well. If you're in the market for the candles, or if you're not in the market, you're actually in the market because you didn't know you were in the market in the first place. So whatever it you is, are now. Yeah, you're now in the market for candles, whether it's a corporate event, a family function, a wedding and an engagement, whatever it is, find some way to light up that space, you know, and Truly Hot can definitely take care of that for y'all. Thank y'all so very much. This is our last episode of 2022, oh, by the wow. way, everybody. We are cheers. putting our hat up. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, cheers. We're putting our hat up for the year. Thank We're going to be back starting in January of 2023. A lot of things to come. Very excited for what's on the horizon for us in the show. And also just amazing guests like Truly Hot coming each and every week next year. Thank you all so very much, and thank you to the amazing sponsors that bring you this show each and every Tuesday. Hear a little bit more about them right now. So you're home for a $399 flat fee with Falaya. No, seriously. Falaya will list your home on the MLS and help you get all the way to the closing table for as little as a $399 flat fee. Our online platform is insanely easy to use and will save you thousands. If you're thinking about selling your home in 2022 and want to keep more of your hard-earned equity in your pocket, you need to check out Falaya. Falaya, real estate reimagined. Thank you all so very much for listening to this episode of the Patty G Show brought to you by Government Taco. They're located on the corner of Government Street and Jefferson Highway. Jay is always slinging up a new taco of the month. So if you're a frequenter to Government Taco, let us know in the comments what you thought about this month's taco of the month. If you're not a frequenter, Maybe trying out this month's taco might just convert you. Big thanks over to them at Government Taco for making the Patty G Show possible. Imagine taxiing on a plane looking toward the end of the runway. It seems so far away. It's even hard to see it. And that's what the concept of retirement probably felt like when you were in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. Way far in the distance. Not visible or even a concern. But as you turn 50, something happens. Retirement suddenly seems like something real, something not too far away. In your 50s, you are rolling down the runway. Retirement is getting closer and closer, faster and faster, weeks and months zipping by. But are you even ready for a successful takeoff to retirement? Fear not, there's still runway left. But the time is now. Time to make progress and time to get a plan. The Runway Decade will help you get organized, get energized, and give you the direction you need to take off to your desired retirement. The Runway Decade, building a pre-retirement flight plan in your 50s. Thank you to Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge for making this show possible. Nick Pentis is a past guest. We love having him on Listening to him talk about the culture they have over at Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge is really an incredible thing to hear. How they treat not only their employees, but every customer that walks through the door. You are more than just a number to them. They're going to give you that white glove, concierge service every step of the way. They're going to make you feel like family and take what can be a stressful time in people's life. Shopping for a car, they're going to make it so enjoyable and so pleasurable. You're going to want to go back there time and time again for every new vehicle. Thank you so very much for Mercedes-Benz of making this show possible. Thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Lake Men's Health Center with our Lady of the Lake Physicians Group. Guys, I know it's tough to get out and go to the doctor. I know it's challenging to find time in our busy days, but I promise you, signing up to be a part of this group with Dr. Curtis Chastain and Dr. Tyler Boudreaux, you won't regret it for several reasons, but most of those being the fact of the time it saves, where you're able to get in on the same day, get that appointment done, and spend that time you need to talk with them about what your health goals and concerns are, as well as ensuring that the financial investments you have, you will be able to live out and see those come to fruition. So if you're an investing guy, you know all about and planning for the future and investing in the future. There's no other more important thing to invest in than your health. Make sure you go check them out, our Lady of the Lake Physicians Group Men's Health Center, and tell them Patty G sent you. 
McClavey's Limited, a proud sponsor of the Patty G Show, has been serving the Baton Rouge area proudly for 40-plus years. Gentlemen and ladies, if you're shopping for your man, there is no other place in the Baton Rouge area to get your clothing, whether it's game day needs, everyday needs, business attire, formal attire, whatever you want. Go over there, see Frank and Ashley. It's a father-daughter duo. They do incredible things in their store. They will outfit you from as simply a shirt that you need for one evening or all the way to a full wardrobe overhaul. They're going to take care of you every step of the way, and be sure and let them know that Patty G Show sent you. Simple.